Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, we're talking with Manish Shah, the co-founder and CEO at Pearwell. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm excited for, for us to touch base. Um, you know, we talked the other day, we were able to go through some stuff, and, and now it's exciting to finally be recording and talking some more. I'd love if uh, we could kick things off by you giving you a little bit of a background on yourself, and then we'll talk more about Peerwell. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, so my background has been building, investing, or advising companies for the last, for close to 20 years, all based out of uh, the Bay Area. Um, prior to Peerwell, I was a co-founder of a data business called LiveRamp, which, uh, come to think of it, has actually uh, informed a lot of what I wanted to do and bring into, into healthcare with, with Peerwell. So now your, 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 your baby right now, right, is Purewell. Can you talk us through, I like to focus on three things, the why, how, what of the business, and we can talk more about the, the problem, uh, I guess, in, in depth, and then some of the ways you're solving it. Yeah. Um, so the question around why, I mean, it's um, multidimensional, I'd say. So kind of the experience that I had at LiveRamp, where, you know, a data business that was enabling uh, large and small companies to kind of leverage their own internal data to make better decisions about how they communicate to customers. And we saw this kind of paradigm shift happen like right in front of us where businesses were moving from kind of an analog style of communication, think about like Mad Men style billboards and magazine ads to an information driven paradigm where they're looking at data to figure out where, are they, where should they be messaging to reach uh, their existing customers and prospective customers. And so uh, we built a lot of enabling technologies at LiveRamp to make that paradigm shift happen much faster. And I saw a similar uh, thing happening in healthcare where we're moving from an analog style of healthcare delivery to an information-driven uh, model where we're kind of using data about patients to understand in real time what's happening to them, their physical status, and then using that information to then um, intervene or proactively get in front of those conditions so that the patient's not having to show up at an ER um, emergency room or urgent care center or clinic waiting to get cared for. We can actually do things in advance. And so I saw that kind of uh, story unfolding in healthcare and thought I could leverage a lot of the earned wisdom from LiveRamp into the healthcare experience. So that's kind of like the first step. Uh, that brought me into healthcare. And then, you know, as I was learning about this behemoth of an industry, um, it's, you know, multi-trillion dollars of um, spend happening year over year in the U.S. But when you start to get into it, there's different components, different nooks and crannies where uh, you can have a lot of impact. And so, you know, I saw it firsthand with my dad when he went through a knee replacement uh, inside of Kaiser and just saw how even at you know, what's known to be one of the best institutions in the world at delivering integrated care, just a lot of things going missed. And uh, I saw an opportunity to say, hey, there's, a, there's actually a, uh, a big opportunity to improve the lives of people going through musculoskeletal conditions. Can you talk, so you gave us, that was a great uh, why, how, what, by the way, um, the passion too comes right 
I can tell when I'm, uh, the people who are listening, go watch the video too, because you can see how excited you get when you're talking about it. There's a smile when you're talking the whole time. And um, that's my favorite part about doing these like face-to-face, like through Zoom call uh, podcasts is I get to actually see how excited you are about what you're building and, and why it's important to you. So that's my, my, two, uh, my two cents on it. You, you gave us a, within that why you talked a little bit about the problem. Can you dive, first thing when people go to your website, right? They see your problem kind of laid out in, in four boxes. Can you talk a little bit more about um, why this is a big problem? And then we'll tie that into, which you, you did a little bit already, but the, I want to talk more about these 360 degree care pathways that yeah. is basically um, you know part of your solution. Yeah, so I mean, for those that are less familiar with musculoskeletal, it's a gigantic category of spend in healthcare. I think uh, a recent JAMA article uh, came out that looked at all the top uh, disease categories as far as spend goes. And musculoskeletal is at the top. It's actually so far at the top that they had to split it into two categories. There's one for lower back pain alone, and then another for other musculoskeletal. So it's like literally the top one and three um, categories of spend in, in U.S. healthcare. I think the current estimates are about 200 plus billion dollars in spending year over year in musculoskeletal. And that's across um, a range of treatments and diagnoses and, um, and things. Uh, about 130 million people affected uh, per year. So literally any, at any point in time, one in two people is dealing with a musculoskeletal issue of some kind, right? So that's back pain, neck pain, having a knee replacement from end-stage osteoarthritis. There's um, injury from playing sports or doing other things. So that's a, it's kind of a, uh, a part of our lives, right? As, as long as people are upright and moving, they're gonna be having issues with pain and immobility. And that's, that's kind of uh, forgotten, I guess, in some ways in, in healthcare. We, we tend to gravitate to these other disease conditions like diabetes or cancer but musculoskeletal is just kind of like part of being alive. And so uh, it's a massive category that needs, uh, needs attention. Thank you for, for providing more, more about the problem. Can we segue from there into, uh, by the way, beautiful website. It, it, was, it was great to, to be able to do research about the company and super easy to digest format. Uh, whoever set it up, great job. Um, can we talk more about where you see, I guess, to the future of this industry heading? So let's go through, let's put the lens on it from your point of view. Uh, and then also um, your company, you know, Pure Wells place in the future of this space. Yeah. So, you know, when we, we, we kind of have a different perspective of what, it, what, it, what helps a patient struggling with pain and immobility, right? And when you really break down even going into the problem statement about where all this hundreds of billions of dollars is being spent. It's on diagnostics and surgery and opioids and treatments like physical therapy and, and you know, a lot of things, right? So big expanse of treatments and therapies that are, that are offered to patients dealing with pain and immobility. They, when we kind of look at it from the patient's perspective, it's not actually like a grab, it shouldn't be treated as like a grab bag of things that's gonna help a person overcome this issue that they're dealing with. And oftentimes in the traditional healthcare system, 
we tend to isolate to one particular thing that might be treatable, but it's not actually solving the problem for a patient. So for example, you know, a lot of patients with back pain, for example, are recommended to go to physical therapy because that might help with their pain, but it might also help avoid unnecessary surgery and whatnot. But then it gets kind of forgotten that this patient is also dealing with poor nutrition and that's causing high BMI and high uh, blood sugar. And that actually is uh, an impediment to their recovery on physical therapy, because if they're not taking care of their nutrition, if they're weight is not managed in addition to their physical therapy, no amount of physical therapy is actually gonna help that person, right? They're still carrying excess weight on their, on their joints that's gonna cause pain. Um, also, somebody who's struggling with chronic depression isn't going to get better by just giving them more physical therapy or even making it telephysical therapy so they can do it from home. It's the chronic depression that's keeping them immobile that's stopping them from actually achieving a full and effective recovery. So this kind of goes into our thesis behind whole person care for supporting people with pain and immobility. So in all of our programs, we try to um, leverage what we call our five pillars of health optimization to ensure patients are getting a full comprehensive um, uh, analysis of what's gonna help them with their, with their issues. So we cover physical therapy, nutrition counseling, pain and mental well-being, health literacy, and the quality of their home environment, because all of those things play a role in whether or not this patient is going to actually get to full uh, and healthy uh, uh, life. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't think this, this was a problem when I was researching, and then obviously after talking with you, it makes sense that it's so, it's like, it's, um, I think in healthcare, we often focus on, like you were mentioning, certain areas, and then it's not that we neglect the other areas, but we don't put the spotlight as much on them, even though they're very important, right? Especially the area you're going after, where it's much more common for someone that's going to have the issues that you're going, you're, you're trying to help solve than some mm -hmm. of these other uh, areas within healthcare. Um, what, what are you, quickly, one last thing before we kind of segment away, what are you really excited about in terms of PeerWell moving forward? Uh, I mean, I, I think that we're kind of entering a whole new era of how we can deliver care to patients that uses um, all the technologies that we've now grown accustomed to, to actually make care more efficient and effective for, for patients and reduce a lot of the kind of unnecessary burden that people have to go through to actually get better, right? So not having to go to a clinic twice a week to get you know, an ice pack put on by some physical therapy assistant and call that healthcare, you know? Instead, patients can use kind of the devices they already own, like their everyday smartphone and get in real time an understanding of their range of motion for their, their knee that's hurting, right? And then how does that um, data inform where their care plan goes from there, right? Can that happen in real time? Yes, it's, it's possible to do this today, right? If your range of motion isn't recovering in two weeks uh, based on what you're, you're going through, you can immediately change tactic and say like, hey, this is not uh, progressing as it should be, let's do something about it, right? And that data can easily be uh, communicated to the patient, can communicate it to their care team, whether that's their orthopedic surgeon or physical therapist or both. They can now 
all be on the same page about what's needed. And then we can uh, very quickly change tactic to make sure patients are getting the most effective treatment in real time. Well, it'll certainly be exciting to see you and your team continue to, to build this company out. Just so the audience knows, this is really your intro podcast. I hope to have you on again very soon where we can kind of dive. Yeah, we could dive more into some of these issues um, at some point too, like any partnerships that you form, it'd be great to have a kind of group collaborative uh, podcast where we're talking about how you're working together uh, mm -hmm. as well. That, the possibilities are endless, right? So yeah. I'm, I'm excited that we connected and uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Oh, likewise. This is great. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts. We're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, you can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.